0: And welcome to the Naked Truth Podcast, the next evolution of the long-running YouTube series of the same name, the show that discusses life and all manner of topics in an incredibly vulnerable state. Welcome, everyone. In this episode, we're going to talk about police brutality— It's going to be a controversial one, but uh, wow, is it interesting to look at how my view then versus my view now and the world then versus the world now. And as always, with anything sensitive, I will try to be as diplomatic as possible. So please don't misunderstand my attempts to discuss this with Grace as somehow not feeling strongly on the matter. But before we jump into that, okay, let's take a trip back in time and revisit the Naked Truth on Police Brutality. Everyone, Welcome to another Naked Truth where I bear it all so that I can't hide anything and tell you my honest and naked truth about whatever the topic is this week. Thank you to everyone who sent in Naked Vlogs last week on fitness. That's Cameron, Pat, Patricia, Michael, Patrick, John, Grant, Zach, Romeo, Kenny, Steve, Nelson, Prescott, and Kristen. Kim, Richard, Liam, and Jacob, you guys all rock. Thank you so much for all of your tips. And thank you everyone in the comment section for uh, telling me what your favorite workout song is because I'm going to make the best workout mix ever now um, with all of your suggestions in one big MP3 CD. So thank you. And um, this week's Naked Truth topic was not inspired by a topic suggestion from you guys. This is inspired by some real life events going on and uh, and also my personal experiences that I really haven't had much of a chance to talk about publicly. So on both SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd, it has been said that Trisha hates cops. Now you already know how I feel about the word hate. I try not to use it and I think that um, it's too severe. I, so I definitely do not hate cops. Um, and you can guess that I'm choosing to talk about this because of the events going on in Ferguson right now. The whole thing scares the crap out of me, and I don't hate cops, but I am distrustful of police officers and law enforcement because anyone in that much uh in that high of a position of authority, it frightens me to think that these people are above the law, and that applies to a lot of different professions um the clergy we hold up to such a high a high standard, and obviously there's corruption there or in the banking industry or in politicians um is it fair of us to look at these people as real life heroes and expect them to be that when in all honesty they're just human they can have bad days too and i'm not trying to justify anything that's going on in ferguson in fact i'm leaning more the opposite way uh, based on my personal experiences. I've had some not-so-cool run-ins with law enforcement, and uh, I, I'm certainly not like the biggest crime lord in LA by any means, but I've been treated that way, and I feel like i had been treated unjustly, which is why if I do see a police officer in Los Angeles, I will go the other direction because I don't want to take my chances that I could be treated abominably. And there would be nothing I can do about it. And people can say, you know, oh, just comply with the police officer and then sue them later if you were treated unjustly. And to that, I say, who has the money to sue the law enforcement? And in reality, if in a case of court, it comes down to your word versus the police officer's word and they lie, they're going to go with the police officer's word. I'm sorry. The judge doesn't know you. And this is someone that's dedicating their whole life to uphold the law, supposedly. And again, this applies in a lot of different careers that there can be corruption, whether it's clergy, politicians, et cetera, et cetera. And I think once you've been burned once, you don't want to try to trust again. But at the same time, we can't have zero law enforcement in this world. That's that would be ridiculous. So what's the answer? And I'm genuinely asking you what the answer is, because I'm just not sure. Um, I know that they're trying to push Mike Brown's law through Congress right now which is a law saying that every police officer should wear a cam, uh, a camcorder, like a GoPro or something um, filming their actions when they're on duty and I think that that's awesome, I think that that's an awesome suggestion because maybe the only way we can control corruption within these very, very highly regarded professions is to monitor them more closely. And yes, that costs money. It costs money to have every police officer wear a camera, but maybe that's something we need to do. Like maybe it's time that society's accepted that. Um, I know in the one city that they have done that already. There was a drop in um, in police using force incidents where police use force by almost 60% and a drop in complaints against police officer by 88%. So that protects not only uh, we, the civilians, but it also protects the law enforcement officer from being unjustly accused. I mean, that, then there's proof. Um, and I know within the Catholic Church, for example, there's the Safeguard the Children uh, monitoring program where there's all sorts of stuff to prevent any kind of child abuse in within the church. So again, more closely monitoring is the only answer that I can think of. But my question to you guys is, um, How do we stop heartbreaking incidents like this from happening? And uh, in your guesstimation, is it something like Mike Brown's law or is it something else? Let me know your thoughts and your ideas in the comments below. As usual, when we do things that are a little bit more controversial, please be respectful of your fellow commenters in the comment section. Voice your opinion. If it's contrary, even better, because then we're getting people to think. But do it in a way that encourages open dialogue and discussion. So um, thank you guys so much for watching this week's Naked Truth and I will see you next week. Oh, and uh, if you are in favor of Mike Brown's law and want to sign that petition, I'm going to link to it in the description below. And again, if you have any other ideas, I'd love to hear them. So thank you so much and I'll talk to you soon. Wow. Okay, well I still definitely stand by what I said as far as refusing to generalize and lump any group of people together. I think um, doing that while it can be a normal human knee-jerk reaction doesn't really show that you're looking at the full picture um, because people don't operate generally as a herd mentality and uh, people do have differing opinions and actions within a large group of people. So with that being said, um, my vlog years ago was right after the fatal shooting of Michael Brown and Ferguson. And today, fast forward to where we are now, there's even more unrest as communities revolt over tragedy after tragedy. I do still very firmly believe that exactly what I said before, that no one should be above the law, whether it's within law enforcement, within the clergy, um, I I love the idea of having oversight committees outside of any organization to uh, judge when there are issues that do come up like this and to judge fairly. Um, I know that a lot of people are advocates, uh, myself included, of body cams. However, we've seen since the events of Ferguson and since the introduction of body cams that they can certainly be tampered with or just forgotten to be turned on or at least that's what's released to the public – Um, Some other solutions I've seen people come up with in recent years is potentially having social workers help out with certain calls that maybe law enforcement should have never had jurisdiction over in the first place. Social impact projects to help rebuild trust between law enforcement and the local community. Now, I understand that there are some communities that probably already have that kind of trust with their local law enforcement and um, think that others calling for reform are probably way out of line based on your own personal experience or their own personal experiences. But um, I just always challenge myself and I would challenge everyone else to realize that the situation that you're in is not the situation everywhere. And like I said, looking at myself here in Los Angeles too and they're – there needs to be some type of progress and compromise, uh, you know, that that works for everyone to ever get any kind of reform, and that's you know for any issues that are out there. So, trying to step outside your own viewpoint to see what other people might be experiencing, I hope, will help us be able to come together in a way that we could make meaningful change. Um, I've heard from a neighbor of mine who has multiple sons who are police officers suggest maybe ride-alongs in especially hard-hit neighborhoods, that maybe that's a way to build that or rebuild that community trust. Um, I'm a big advocate for implicit bias training, which – I think, can benefit everyone in all walks of life, no matter what it is that you do. Seek it out if you can. I uh, I had an implicit bias training myself. I had the opportunity to take a seminar with a fantastic award-winning psychologist and former White House advisor that was just – really eye opening and inspiring. And for those of you who are like, uh, you know, what what is implicit bias training? Implicit bias is a preference for or against a social group that a person may be unaware of and thus cannot consciously control. And it can come out in a variety of different ways. But trying to learn more about yourself and uh, any implicit biases that you do have, because I do believe that everybody has implicit bias for one thing or another, whether it's, you know, it can be something as serious as, um, you know, stereotypes for a social group of people all the way to a bias against a particular type of food. I I don't know. I'm I'm making light of it but I do believe that everyone has implicit bias and again if you get the chance to take a seminar or to educate yourself on that specifically, highly recommend. Um, So there's lots of different solutions and ideas out there as to what can be done. Something needs to be done. Not every situation can be fixed by showing up with a loaded weapon. I say that specifically here in my neighborhood within the last year and some change. Some teenagers called the police for help and the police officers showed up and actually threatened the teenagers with a loaded AK. ha. Ha 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 ha. Because um, that's a proper response to a couple teachers who, or a couple teenagers who asked for help. But that that happened in my neighborhood. So it's not like these things don't happen. They definitely do. Um, you know, and again, not saying that that necessarily makes all members of law enforcement guilty for this, but we do need to have some conversation about how to fix these things and how to prevent these types of things, um, especially tragedies that end in death of civilians. We need to talk about how to uh, how to fix that as best we can. Um, and I honestly would love to hear reform ideas from someone within law enforcement. If anyone who listens to this podcast works in that field, I would think that the people who are truly working to protect communities would want to work to build this trust as well and to prevent these type of incidences from you know, tarnishing what what you've chosen to do for a living. That would just be my guess. But yeah, would love to hear that as well. Most law enforcement I know or um, all the news articles, of course, only insist on less oversight, more funding for arms, and, you know, advocating to reinstate individuals who have a bad record because what I hear from, again, people I know who are in law enforcement, you know, regular civilians don't understand what cops go through – And while I'm sure that that's the case, I don't know that the answer is do nothing. I can't believe that that's that's the be all end all. So actually, we have a call in from Stephen, who is currently uh, getting his master's in criminal justice. Let's hear what Stephen has to say. So when I went for my undergraduate degree, I studied a lot of political history and America has always had an issue with police brutality dating all the way back to the Boston Massacre, where armed guards opened fire on a crowd of protesters. Now that I'm going for my master's degree in criminal justice, um, we're talking a lot about different reforms that can be brought to the police community to make it better for everyone. So that seems like community policing, um, getting rid of like the whole cops as a warrior mentality, um, civilians uh, creating a, like a civilian review board to study whenever officer gets accused of excessive force. And I personally even advocate for the breakup of police unions. I'm genuinely pro-union, but a lot of stories I have read have been about police chiefs trying to get rid of bad officers and then these officers going to their unions for protection, um, which doesn't seem right to me. I really appreciate the input from someone who's spending time to study the nuance of this issue weighing in, so thank you Stephen. So many people, at least here in the States, feel like they have to have a diehard opinion in one direction or the other without being able to have a conversation about it and That leads us to never really be able to enact any real reform that could benefit everyone. But I try to be optimistic and hope that there's a solution out there. Hopefully people like you, Stephen, will be able to change the current system for the better. So thank you for what you do. So that's that. If you want to be part of the podcast, Anchor lets you send in audio messages that are then sent to me, which is really fun. If you want to do that, you can do so on anchor.fm slash Trisha-Hirschberger, and the next few episodes will be on winning nude selfies and courage. So feel free to send in any questions or comments on those topics, and you just may hear yourself on a future episode. Huge thank you to the official anchors, supporters of The Naked Truth and to all those who are listening to this and sharing it with friends. You're the absolute best. And just huge thank you to anyone who is listening to, uh, you know, this this more heavy episode, I would say, this more controversial topic episode and, um, you know, understanding that I do think at the end of the day we are all trying to move towards the same goal, um, the same goal of, of peace and coexisting and and just hoping for that for everyone and if I've misspoke or said something that you know wasn't phrased in the exact best wording today uh, I'll just apologize in advance it's always hard when you're dealing with tough topics but I'm trying to say things with as much measured uh, diplomacy as I can I guess. So um, in all areas of life beware of people who are put up on a pedestal as above the law do what you need to do to keep yourself safe and uplift people who are doing good in the world in any profession because we need those headlines and those positive personal experiences to counteract the negative. I always try to challenge myself to take a step back and get some better perspective. and uh, You know, it's it's something I think we're all working on in our own way and gaining some more education on the matter and uh, go from there. Not that I have certainly not reached, you know, whatever the end of the line is as far as that, but it's a, it's a constant goal to work towards. This has been The Naked Truth. Thanks for listening.